And welcome back, everyone, to episode four of the Innovation Wave podcast. We're talking to the leaders of the life science ecosystem in Southern California. And today we have another special guest. But first, but first, David Crane is here, as always, my co-host. David, how are you? Great, Bob. Great to see you. Yeah. Things going well? Nice day in the uh, Cardiff headquarters again. Yeah. Sadly, it's very sunny out. I love it. And we're looking at the waves. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> well, uh, as I mentioned, we got a great guest, and I'll let you kind of tell us all about him, David. Thank you very much. On the podcast today, we have a dynamic founder and CEO of Cytohub. Cytohub, I'm going to let the, the uh, CEO tell you about that. His name is Rajiv Biswas. Um, in my view, a game changer in the, in the world of cell therapy on uh, the contract development manufacturing organizations called CDMO for short. Uh, he's got a rich history in cell and gene therapy. He comes out of resilience. Um, you know, Bob from uh, uh, Nelson from, from Arch put a lot of money into that. Uh, he was there for about a year prior to that, Sauna Valley Technology. So he comes out of Pacific Northwest in Seattle. Um, and he's really at the, the helm of some groundbreaking projects, bringing innovative cell-based therapies from lab to market. So super, you know, impressive. He's, a, he's got his PhD in bioproducts and sciences. He's, but he's not just about tech, uh, but he's deeply, and, you know, he's deeply passionate about creating a brighter future for, for the healthcare and healthcare system. Um, I've always found uh, Rajib to be a leader, a visionary, and above all, uh, a good looking guy, you know, a young entrepreneur. Absolutely. <laughs> that's looking to make a difference. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Rajib. Tell us about your exciting journey in building Cytohub. Thank you very much, David. Thanks, Bob, for having me. I really appreciate it. It's a, it's a great day, and I'm honored to be here and part of this great podcast, and I'm going to listen to previous episodes as well. So a little bit about me. Uh, I hailed from Bangladesh. That's where I grew up, and then I went to Scandinavia for my master's and my PhD. I lived in Sweden and Denmark for seven years before I moved to um, uh Washington State directly. And that's where I finished my PhD and did some postdoc work uh, before I moved into the cell and gene therapy industry. Um, so my, you know, in by training, I'm a bioprocess and biochemical engineer. I have been working with uh, you know, a lot of bioreactors, process development. Basically, my playground was taking the concept or process that's in the lab and making it you know, commercially uh, feasible. And that's what we did in the pilot uh, applications and also for you know, commercial implementation of different kind of processes to make products. So when uh, the opportunity came along, when I was in Seattle um, to join a program, it's called the Heart Regeneration Program at Washington University uh, School of Medicine. Uh, it's a uh, program led by Professor Chuck Murray. It's very well known uh, in, in the very high impact in cardiac cell therapy uh, space. And uh, I was given the you know, job to develop the process to make billions of billions of cardiomyocytes from iPSCs and also embryonic stem cells. And you know, I was the first engineer hired, um, you know, given the lab space and where I started uh, developing that process. And, you know, we ended up with making, a, you know, high quality, a large quantity cardiomyocytes to support the program. 
um, you know, that's where, you know, we were, uh, we, we learned, you know, what it takes to really make a process work and make mm -hmm. the product with the right quality attributes. So uh, the program was, you know, uh, acquired by a company called Sauna Biotechnology, also founded by, you know, Bob Nelson and Steve Hoare and other uh, known entrepreneurs. And we, uh, you know, I ended up with supporting the, the cardiac cell therapy program for you know, three, uh, about three years, a mm -hmm. little over three years before I moved to pursue my next career uh, with resilience. So, you know, along the journey, you know, what I learned and you know, my experience was like process development, characterization of the process and understanding the quality attributes of the you know, product what it takes for you to make the product with the consistency and the quality attributes that you need to have to make the, make the you know, product as therapeutic use. Um, you know, uh, I can talk about these challenges now all day long. It's just well, you know, one, one short way to, uh, to summarize that. Like it's extremely, extremely difficult to develop, uh, you know, a cell therapy product. Uh, you know, there are millions of ways you can actually make it, you know, it can go wrong. So uh, the experience and lessons learned is what you don't do. Can you learn that? So that's actually what we can offer to the, you know, to the drug developers now that, you know, we can accelerate their program to go into, you know, going to a clinical trial as soon as possible. So that's the, that's the purpose of Cytohop to help drug developers and co-develop the products with them. And we definitely wanted awesome. to dig into that a little bit more. But first, I'm interested. You've been here about oh, about a year and a few months now from from Seattle. Uh, what is what are some of the differences between the the Seattle, the Northwest life science ecosystem, and the San Diego life science ecosystem? So San Diego life science, I would say, it's, it's a it's a hub of life science. Like Seattle is growing; it's coming along. Seattle started with a lot of you know, cell therapy companies and you know, a lot of known companies, but also we have uh, experienced, uh, you know, closure of large pharmas in Seattle. So that tells you, like, you know, probably, mm -hmm. you know, there is a there is a ceiling how much you can you can grow in Seattle. But the new companies, new startups coming along now, Seattle is actually it's probably in the fifth fifth place now, and if you rank them. Um, and, but San Diego is third place, and third is like very close to you know San Francisco and Boston. It's not that far. So if you compare the market size and the number of companies actually you know uh, exist, San Diego is much better place uh, in my opinion. Yeah, if we can get back to the, the sort of the cell therapy space, Bob, because yeah. I I think that is a huge part that Pacific Northwest versus so SoCal, a um, lot of activity, but I think it's just fundamentally different. Um, the feel, the human capital, but it's still both places are just incredibly great, great places. Yeah. Um, just love the Seattle area. Um, but getting back to cell therapy, you know, um, in my discussions and uh, in knowledge of this cell therapy area, you know, if you if you listen to, for example, Harvard biologist, entrepreneur, notable expert like George Church out of Harvard, you know, he'll he'll say, you know, he's fairly convinced that cell and gene therapy is going to be the uh, amongst the best therapies in the world period full stop um you know they're just smarter than any other therapy they're easier to program uh and they're getting better and better at it when you start looking at the cell therapy sort of market what gets you really excited about that that market just like how george is saying 
I I would completely agree on that because it's it's so excited to if you understand the potential of cell therapy, right? So we know that treatment that can you know you can suppress some disease, but now what cell therapy is offering you is to cure a disease, and that's a whole another game. And you know it's true there is a headwind. Uh, you know that's that's what it takes to you know to develop something. You will have ups and downs, but the potential you cannot just deny it. It's a, you know it's it's something coming. It's going to be the next wave of medicine, and I I truly believe in that. Yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely agree. So when you think about the challenges, and I made that comment in the beginning about, you know, manufacturing um, is a is a challenge with cell therapies, right? I find it to be probably the, the probably the biggest challenge, because once you get it, and you can produce a quality, consistent product, it comes down to manufacturing. So with your focus on being a CDMO and helping out innovative companies, Tell us about what, you know, what's that real opportunity for, for you as a, as a CDMO manufacturer specialist coming in and helping out innovative companies? That's, that's a great point, David. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be more than happy to talk about it. I mean, even though we are, you know, right now we are providing some service as CDMO, yeah. but what differentiates us uh, from other CDMOs? So in, in, in a traditionally CDMOs, you give them a recipe and they cook the meal for you. Right. So the drug developers, they also know that, you know, CDMOs are not going to develop the drug or develop the recipe for you. So what we as Cytohub are offering is we are going to co-develop the recipe with the drug developers. So we will be part of the development process. And, you know, uh, although we we, we can offer service, you know, in in the manufacturing set, but that would come later stage. It's not right now, not bottleneck right, right now. Can you develop a process that is well understood that can produce your drug substance or drug products consistently? That's the number one challenge. Like you have to develop that process. And as uh, David, you said earlier, which is you know so true that the process is your product right now. You know, it's not the it's not the product you come up with. Can you mm-hmm. you know if you change something in the process? If we change some kind of you know uh, uh, parameters in the process, you come up with a different product. So essentially, locking the process and understanding the process, optimizing the process, this is essentially your product. Well, and every day we're hearing more and more about AI and machine learning and uh, the benefits or the perceived benefits and sometimes the fears that that we we see with that. I know AI is a big part of what you're doing. How does it uh, specific, how are you using AI and machine learning? That's, that's another uh, you know, great point. Um, so we are, you know, we are investing a lot uh, of our time and efforts into developing two platforms. One is bioengine AI. So bioengine AI essentially, you know, uh, would analyze the data from the processes. We'll identify what are the critical process parameters influencing the you know uh, the final product quality attributes and we are using uh, you know machine learning and artificial intelligence you know machine learning algorithms to understand the data set that we collect from the processes and another component in uh, you know we we are we are developing is called bioengine array so bioengine array is essentially a multi parallel you know bioreactor platform where we should be doing a 
you know, well-designed set of experiments and would be generating data that is you know, useful to be analyzed by bioengine AI. So that's where I think you know, we, we can make an impact so that we cut down the, how many iteration of the experiments that you need to do. We can design the experiments already. We can collect data from one go. And within three months, we can collect enough data to optimize the process that you normally people do. You know, it might take one, one and a half years. So that's where I think we can, we can make a difference. So taking huge amounts of data and your experience and really making it more efficient, basically, for the, for the right. user. Yeah. Yeah, what excites me about that is incorporation of the AI ML algorithm. Um, not a lot of people are doing that. They're just kind of doing the churn and burn on regular sort of you know, manufacturing processes, um, you know, as a CDMO. But incorporating that, what I get excited about that is um, if you look at the capital financing that's going into um, life science companies right now, a quarter of companies who are in the space or in the ecosystem and attracting dollars, a quarter of them have AI ML associated with mm -hmm. them. So if you look at like AI associated with drug discovery, things like that, uh, a quarter of every dollar. So one out of every $4 is going into an AI related life science company. Wow. So there's your opportunity with that. <laughs> how the heck are you going to plan to fund this thing? So talk about that. There we go. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a time specific, uh, question for sure. So you have seen probably last one year, uh, there is a headwind in, you know, VC world. Um, you know, we are fortunate to have some clients that we're serving and we are, you know, providing some service and we're generating some revenue today. But, you know, of course we need, we need fund for developing that bioengine AI platform. So what good thing is, so today actually we got accepted by Amazon startups, you know, accelerator Ooh. program. So that's a, that's a good news. So they're going nice. to keep us with some of the, you know, interesting you know, tools that we need to have for developing that platform. And we're going we're gonna to continue to, um, you know, uh, learn from them and get their invaluable advice, what to do and how to come up with the best, uh, best in class product on that. At the same time, we are also, um, you know, we would be going out to, you know, raise some fund as a pre-seed and eventually some seed funding. Uh, and, you know, uh, hopefully uh, we will get their traction and, you know, we should be telling our stories to the right people and hopefully we'll, we'll have some, you know, some uh, support. How much are you looking to raise right now? So right now, um, for pre-seed, we're not looking a whole lot of money. We're looking at one and a half million dollar, and with the plan that, uh, you know, probably is you know by the time we go uh, and ask for a seed round, we'll have a product ready that would be you know investors would be excited about, and hopefully we'll get some good amount of a raise, eight to ten million dollar. You talk about talking to the right people. I thought that was interesting. David and I talk about that quite a bit. In fact, we talked about it a lot on the last uh, podcast, uh, which is having your story put together the right way and then keeping it and sending it, telling it to the right people. How do you go about that? Well, uh, that's, that's a very interesting point, right? So, you know, the, uh, the idea I had 
of course, you know, I I, uh, I invited David and David was really kind enough to support me and advising me what to do, not to do. And I'm the first time CEO, right? So I have the vision. I have the technical, you know, expertise, but I really don't know how to connect with those folks, right? But, you know, uh, that's where probably Bob and David can come in and really support me and help me to get there. And that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, well, that, that's a great point. And I think that's uh, really important, too, because we talk to a lot of, uh, you know, scientists that become CEOs yep. and it's really a different skill set. And uh, there's a lot of collaboration in that space. But I, I find that super interesting, you know, because, you know, it really is a different business becoming the the, the business leader. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So it's, it, 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 it doesn't matter how much you know, technical skills you have. This is a very unique, specific skill sets, and it's all come together. And at the end of the day, you know, who do you know? Who do you know? That actually matters. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Rajiv, thanks so much for being with us today. This has been great. Um, continued success. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the near future and getting a progress report. Yeah. I want to say thank you to Rajiv and, and go ahead and on to the website, cytohub.com, uh, C-Y-T-O-H-U-B.com. Learn a little bit more about Rajiv and his business. And uh, this is an exciting area. I mean, we're seeing more and more uh, cell and gene therapy related R&D uh, in the United States and elsewhere, uh, and it continues to grow at a fast rate. So thank you, Rajiv, for coming in. All right. Thank you. It's been a true pleasure. And thanks for having me. Appreciate thank it. You. Thanks, guys.